Hello, lovely. It's Shauna Lee, and welcome back to the Soul Frequency Show podcast, where we're stepping into the light and raising our frequency together. Each week, we get to return to this sacred space to have conversations about the things we all experience in life, love, health, and career. A space where we, as spiritual beings, having this human experience, can amplify our gifts and remember our truth. The title of this episode is Marketing and Manifesting. I love having conversations about how individuals' lives have progressed, right? Like we all are transforming and we go through these phases of transformation. And it's so fun to reflect back on where somebody's life was years ago and where they are today. And my conversation today with Debbie Lynn Grace is so fun about looking at the skill sets that we've gained throughout our life, maybe when we weren't so awake and how we choose to utilize those as we wake up. We all have, you know, things that come naturally to us or things that we have learned to do that are so amazing and beautiful and wonderful. And then we all have things that that are more challenging for us. And we each come with that like mixed soup of skills or things that challenge us. And we bring it to the table in our transformation. And so as people start to wake up, they start to bring some of these like really strong skill sets uh, to the table in some really unique and creative ways. And so I hope you enjoy this conversation of taking our past, right, and and weaving it into our own evolution. My guest today, um, Debbie Lynn Grace, started her professional career in the direct marketing industry, managing multi-million dollar direct mail campaigns for Fortune 500 companies. She then went on to become VP marketing for a $4.5 billion bank. She left the bank to start her own consulting firm in 1994. Today, she is a transformational leader, a direct marketing and business growth expert, an international speaker, empath, energy worker, and intuitive. She's also the author of the book, Outrageous Business Growth, and a contributing author to five other books. She's a publisher of Sensitive Living Magazine, and she's dedicated to her calling of showing spiritually awakened individuals worldwide how to activate permanent flow and prosperity in love, manifestation, and authentic power. So with no further ado, help me welcome Debbie Lynn Grace to the show. Debbie Lynn, welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here. I'm excited to be here too. So take us back a little bit before we dive into your amazing magazine. We're going to talk all about this. Um, Take us back to your career, like where you started out in your life. Like who were you, let's say 15, 20 years ago? I want to reflect on that. And then we're going to talk about how the evolution has occurred on your journey. Yeah, well, I, so I, I would say that I'm a, I'm a PhD in left brain analytical strategic thinking. So I, I have that, you know, type A overachiever type of personality. So I kind of worked my way up when I was in the corporate environment. I worked my way up very fast, you know. So in my, in my career, like while I was in my 20s, I moved up very quickly. And so I actually started my marketing consulting business 
I left, I was vice president of marketing for a bank and I, I left the bank, I think I think it was like 34, 35, somewhere around there and started my own marketing consulting business. And I, you know, I started, <laughs> the, the funny thing about it is my background was financial marketing. I had come from the bank, but then I also was on the agency side and I had done a lot of financial marketing. And so I started my consulting business to help banks. And then I realized, I left the bank because I hate bankers. So <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> but something kind of strange happened is that to market, you know, this was 1994. Let's think of dinosaur years before the internet. Okay. Like if we can go back to that time, we didn't have the internet at that time. And so I launched my business, my consulting business by speaking and getting in front of crowds and talking about marketing. And even though my background was helping really corporations, all of a sudden, all these entrepreneurs started coming to me because at that time, nobody was helping entrepreneurs. Nobody was helping solopreneurs. And um, so all these consultants came to me from, they were hearing me talk and said, how do I market my consulting business? And we didn't remember, we didn't have online. The only kind of marketing you did was either cold calling or placing an ad in a magazine, you know, that kind of thing. So kind of launched my, my consulting business and, uh, you know, kind of launched my speaking career and ultimately launched my writing career too. It's hard to even think back to no internet, right? And I think it's interesting that <laughs> like, it seems like it must be 90 years ago that that, that happened but such a <laughs> relatively short amount of time since we've had the internet yeah. and, and the way that we first utilized it versus how we're utilizing it now, it's just light years yeah. have gone by. And, and so, and I think it's fascinating that you bring up that nobody was helping entrepreneurs, like, cause there's such a focus, I think today on entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and how to like help and support them, um, in yeah. bringing their voice forward. What did you learn? Like at that time, just about going from obviously a large corporate entity, like a bank, you can't get more corporate than that to right. helping solopreneurs and entrepreneurs. Like what, what did you start to see in that experience? Well, I think what's interesting is I come from a lineage of entrepreneurs. So my grandfather actually emigrated here from Russia back at the beginning of the century of the 1900s. <laughs> okay, not the 20, not 2000, the 1900s. And um, so he came here when he was like, I think it was like 10 years old. And he didn't speak any English. His family didn't speak any English. You know, they arrived at Ellis Island and eventually they had, they actually had some relatives in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you know, in the middle of the United States and landed there. And so my grandfather started his first business when he was like 12. And he actually never made it past the fifth grade. And like started building these businesses as an entrepreneur. So I feel like it's sort of in my blood. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like this, it, I felt more comfortable helping entrepreneurs than I did. I didn't like the corporate environment. I wanted a connection. And my grandfather actually built a very, very successful restaurant in Milwaukee. It became very famous. And he, so he had this whole philosophy around relationship building, 
that you treat everybody like they're a rock star, you know, when they come in the door. I mean, he really was very high in customer service. So, you know, I would listen to him tell these some stories about because he closed the restaurant. He sold the restaurant before I was born. But people still, even when I was with him as a kid, people would like come up to him on the street and say, Oh, I remember the Cape Cod Inn. So I think I just had this affinity for helping entrepreneurs and it sort of was in my blood and I wanted to develop relationships. And you know what? It's the same, it's the same thing today. No matter how many tools we have, it's all about relationship building. So that hasn't changed. We just have greater tools to do that. Yes. And what started to evolve for you? And I guess, when did it start to evolve where you started, you know, thinking about the transformation that we're undergoing on the planet and really connecting to helping people, you know, get their message out there and understand what's possible in marketing. I think, you know, a lot of times the conversation about raising consciousness and putting messages out there that help and support people doesn't always utilize the same like thinking or, you know, isn't always the same skill set of people who do that, who also think about the, you know, marketing, right? And, and how to get a message out there. I find that sometimes there's a disconnect between I've got this great message or I've had these great experiences or I want to help, but I'm not sure how to get that voice out there. So when did this start clicking for you? Well, um, you know, like I said, I've, I've always, you know, my background was in marketing, but I, I will tell you that in, you know, when you say about raising consciousness in the world we're in today, and I, I feel like my work has evolved you know, because now while I do a little bit of marketing for people, it's kind of underground. It's kind of referral because I have a very, very specific specialty. Most of my work now is all personal development. And the fact is, is that especially when you're working with entrepreneurs, it's so personal, you know, and when a person's when a person starts their business, it's so personal to them. And now in this world, it's like it's an extension, especially if it's a solo entrepreneur. But as our world has evolved, so you're, you know, it's like you're asking me like two different, seems like two different questions. You know, one of them is what's happening in marketing wise and what's happening in the world of consciousness. And I feel that as I've evolved over the last 30 years of having my own business and as my work has evolved, my work is no longer about it's it's about a calling. I'm driven by the calling rather than helping somebody be successful. Does that make sense? It's the calling of, of helping people, you know, everybody was born to shine their light. And if people lived from that place, if they just lived from that place, not from an ego place, but from a place of that inner power, that, you know, their, their inner light, if they live from that place, then people would be more successful in their business. They'd be happier in their life. I mean, you know, I'm preaching to the choir because <laughs> the kind of work you do, right? So, you know, it was evolutionary. So I, I think that my work now is about giving people, it's not so much about the voice and marketing, 
It's about first having them find their voice inside and that power that they have inside so that the marketing is just a natural extension of who they are and how they, you know, the real authentic person. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm wondering when that like kind of transformation happened for you, right? Like, like when was it for you when you started going, wait, there's something, it's not just the mechanics, of like, let's say marketing, or it could be anything, right? The mechanics of anything, but it's really about like, who is this person being and how to, how do we cultivate that so that everything is a natural extension of them? So I'm just wondering in your personal journey, like, when did you start going, wait a second, there's something more that really catapulted you to what you do today and how you work with people? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I, I had this, you know, kind of an unusual story in that I, when I started my marketing consulting business, you know, that was my background, that's my expertise, and I enjoyed it, you know, and I loved speaking, you know, and um, I, but right about when I started my business, I also went through a, a painful divorce, which I didn't expect. And so here I am, I am, and I also moved to a brand new city with my husband and we weren't even there a few months where, when he left. So I'm in this brand new city, you know, I, I'm a fledgling, I just started my business, I have no means of support and here we are. And I think that anybody that goes through any kind of major life change or in an obstacle you know, they handle it in different ways. And for me, you know, my, my business at that time was like secondary to me, you know, waking up and crying and crying all day, going to sleep crying. So I, you know, I had an older sister who at that time, and this is in the nineties, was an actual, an energy worker and a healer. Now that's, that doesn't seem like anything unusual in today's world, but 30 years ago, nobody talked out loud about using the words energy work or holistic healer or intuitive or spirituality or soul. None of that was talked about. And here I am, this very left brain kind of business person, and she's this woo-woo kind of energy worker. But I was crying to her one day and said, you know, will I ever be happy? And she's again, and she said, yes. And I said, what do I do? And she said, it's time for you to learn what I do. And that was the turning point of my life, like literally the turning point of my life. And, and at that moment, uh, you know, I, I think I was so vulnerable in that moment that I'm like, you know, why would I do that? And she said, because it will make you happy. And that's all I needed to hear. And so I found myself learning this form of energy work 30 years ago called flow alignment and connection. And it's basically the ability to track energy flow anywhere in the world in any situation or a person and identify where there's an energy block and then do energy work to facilitate the release and the dissolving of that energy block. So I learned it just to basically heal myself, but something strange started to happen. And this was the turning point where all of a sudden things were not, I felt like I wasn't in Kansas anymore, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Because like the more, so I'm concurrently building my marketing consulting business. And and at night and, and then on weekends, I'm learning this energy work, having no idea what I'm doing. And wasn't going to talk to anybody about it out loud. I was just doing it for my own healing. 
And my business started to grow just tangentially. And I started to attract new clients. And then one day I was sitting across from a new client asking them the normal questions, you know, um, you know, what are your challenges in your business? And they started to talk. And, and for the first time ever, this voice came in my head. I started to like speak very clearly and said, ask this person what happened to them when they were five. It's like giving me all this information that this person is not talking about out loud. But in my head, I've got this voice saying, this person's got a fear of so-and-so and this is what's blocking their business and their money and giving me all this information. And I thought I was... I thought I was going nuts. And but this voice was kind of really insistent, like talk to this person and ask them. So I kind of blurted out because I had no idea if this was truth or not, blurted out this information. And this new client like stopped talking and like their mouth opened up, like just jaw dropped and the tears started. And they're like, that's exactly what's happening. And that's exactly what happened to me. And starts to literally confirm everything that I was hearing in my head. And that started the shift. That was it. I didn't like this intuitive gift got born. I then could, I could really track energy of what people were saying. I could track the energy of their business. I could track the energy of what was going to work and not work. And I started to help them align their business. And in a way that just talking with me and we talked and I would give them business advice they would have new clients come in the next day without even doing any marketing. And, you know, this was not a plan. I wish I could tell you it was a plan. I wish I could tell you I was that smart. Um, <laughs> the universe is way smarter than I am. And that was sort of the awakening that I had. And that led me to think differently. So now everything I see is through the lens of flow, everything whether it's marketing or communicating or relationship building or helping with the transformation of my clients, everything I do is in terms of what's in flow and what's not in flow. So beautiful. So like the next kind of iteration of marketing is no marketing, right? It's just <laughs> getting in alignment and letting the things flow in, right? As they yeah. do. It's so yeah. cool. I love that. Thank yeah. you for sharing that story. And I think for so many of our guests on the show, and certainly in my story, these moments where it feels like our world cracks apart, yeah. are the moments that the light can come in and the moments that we, you know, might be open to something like you might have been open to it because you're just like, okay, whatever's going to make me feel better after what I've been through, sign me up. And maybe at a different time yeah. of life, you wouldn't have been not open because you're like, oh, I was not. Okay. No, <laughs> no. I will tell you right now, you know, my sister, I used to ask my sister, well, what do you exactly do? I, it sounds weird. What are you doing? And she tried to explain to me and I'm like, I don't want anything to do with that. I don't know what that is. I just went. So it really was a moment, you know, where I don't really know what came over me. And, 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 you know, I think not. I, I'd like to say that I then had this massive epiphany and it all worked out, but honestly, it wasn't easy to all of a sudden have this gift and this knowledge because I wasn't telling anybody what I was doing. Mm. And that was my transformation. And I see when I work with people that 
for me, that was it. I had no problem being visible as a marketing consultant. And I had no problem getting on a stage and speaking in front of large crowds. And I had no problem writing articles and getting published. But ask me about my energy work and my gift and my intuitive gift. No way it was because I thought people were going to think I was weird. And you know, remember the times, this is, you know, three decades ago. And so that was an evolution of me. Literally, it's kind of like uh, me discovering my own power and owning it. And so when you say marketing or helping people build their business, it's really easy to think about outside of you. Use this tool to build your business. But when it's your business, it's your energy that's going into that business. And if your energy isn't into alignment and in flow and, and the most powerful, then your marketing's not going to be the most powerful or anything that you do in your business is not going to be the most powerful. So I learned the hard way. And now I want to really fast track people. <laughs> It's so true. We want to help people not make the same, you know, tough yeah, track that yeah. you made. And it's, you know, you want to shorten that time, that learning time frame, that if possible yeah. for other people. Yeah. And I think it's, there's something so personal too about a business that is you. It's a reflection right. of you, the truth of who you are. I mean, I don't know anybody that hasn't felt the same things that you're talking about who has a psychic gift or a spiritual gift or intuitive gift that there's a time frame where you are kind of like, I know that I can do this, but I'm not yeah. going to let anybody else know I can do this. And then slowly putting the toe in the water and coming out and, and starting to share and I mean, when people receive that sharing at the beginning of saying like, hey, by the way, this is what I do, or this is what I can do. And people receive that with love or excitement or joy. I mean, that is priceless because at the beginning, it can feel so scary. Uh, what are people going to yeah. think? And I know so many of um, the listeners that listen to the show have have sent me messages about being on that cusp, like, gosh, I'm this is opening up for me or this is starting, but I, nobody in my family knows or nobody that I live with knows about this. Right. And it's such a tender time. Do you find that a lot of people you work with are somewhere in that zone? You know, I, I think that things are radically different today. And I, I have to tell you, being that I've been in business 30 years, the shift, the biggest shift I saw was 9-11, so 2001. Because when people like, like it was such a you know horrific event and people lost their life like that. And all of a sudden, more people switched from, I go to work, I have a job, and then I go home, you know what I mean? To, I need to have meaning in my life. And that helped, I believe, was one of the driving forces to more people awakening, more people awakening within themselves, more people saying, no, I want value in my life. I want fulfillment in my life. And when I saw that shift, first of all, it made it easier for me, especially as a relationship builder and as somebody who by, the, by, by that time, by 2001, I had already been doing energy work for like six years. 
And, but I did not come out to tell people that I was doing energy work until 2005. And that, that was life changing. So I would say for today, for all those people that are listening, that maybe uh, don't want to say anything out loud or afraid to really own the power that they have inside of them. I would say the thing that I've learned over the 30 years that has literally influenced the best things that have ever happened to me. I mean, the best things have been when I have unconditionally said yes to the universe with no parameters. You want me to do what? Okay. That's why, that's why I'm starting, you know, the, the magazine was a, was a product of that. It's whatever I'm guided to do. I don't care what it is. If tomorrow I get guided to go walk dogs, then I'm, that's a yes. And I have found that the biggest, the most prosperity has come to me, the biggest opportunities, the greatest fulfillment, the greatest joy has come to me when I'm unconditionally a yes to what I feel I'm guided to do. I love that. Let's talk about the magazine. So you get this guidance. I'm supposed to create a magazine. How did that, how'd that land for you at the beginning? Well, it was it was daunting. Um, it was really daunting. Well, first of all, I wasn't even planning on working with highly sensitive people, but it uh, I'm highly sensitive. I'm empathic, and and turns out all these years that I've been helping people, I kept I just because of my energy work, I just knew tools to help me really manage and thrive with my sensitive nature like how to protect myself from outside energy and how to ground and do all these things that nobody, first of all, you know, the term highly sensitive person was only coined 20, 25 years ago. And so this was not a thing. And, but I kept teaching these same sort of tools and a lot of my work to people. And there's the guidance 2015, I get guidance say, now you have to teach a class just for highly sensitive people. And I was Googling online classes for highly sensitive people. And I found like 25 hits and that was 2000 and I'm sorry, 2015, like 25, that's it. Like nobody was doing this. If you Google it now, you'll get, now, you know, there was like two dozen books in 2015. Now there's 350, 400 books. And most of those books were written in the last three years. So all of a sudden I saw this massive, I mean, I had the most success I've ever had in putting thousands of people, I mean, tens of thousands of people going through my webinars for highly sensitive people. All these people started, just came out of the woodwork. And I'm like, what's the answer? And I said, is this my thing now? Is this what you're saying? Like you only teach classes for highly sensitive people? And I realized that part of me teaching those classes was for me to take another step in being visible. I never talked about being highly sensitive out loud. I talked a lot about being an energy worker and an intuitive, but I never talked about being highly sensitive. And so I went through my own metamorphosis while I was teaching those classes and those tools. And then the next phase of it was, I'm like, you know what? I'm not, there are so many people, you know, at 15, 20% of the population is estimated to be wired, highly sensitive person. And it is such a gift. The people that are wired and born highly sensitive were born that way for a reason. 
We went to have a lot of doctors, nurses, holistic healers, energy workers, all the people that are out here trying to transform and heal the planet. Large percentage of them are, are highly sensitive. So we're the healers in the world. The world needs us now more than ever. And so the magazine was one of those intuitive, you know, not only guided, but circumstantial things that happened. I never planned on being a magazine. It's a lot of work. But I'm like, you know, this isn't about me. This isn't about me just helping. Yes, I help a lot of people, but I don't want this to be just about me. I want to support now all these people are coming out of the woodwork that say, hey, I work with highly sensitive people. I want to give them a platform. So it started with guidance, but it turned into a, a like a bigger vision that there's, you know, hundreds of millions of people that are highly sensitive in the world. I'm not going to serve all of them. So I want to support, you know, and build as big a platform as possible. And I thought a magazine is sort of a, a great way to connect you know, through reading and, you know, to connect people that are serving the highly sensitive community directly to the people that need that information. So that's sort of how it, it evolved. And it's exciting. It's, it's huge. And, uh, but I'm excited. I'm really, I'm very excited about it because I, I want to see it. I want to see more people. I mean, when I realized not many people, the people that were serving the highly sensitive community when I first started, they didn't know marketing very well at all. And so I am bringing my background in marketing skills to the table and creating some kind of a, a, an opportunity for people that contribute to the magazine that really doesn't exist out there in other magazines. Because I really, really, really want to help people and to connect people that serve that community with the actual community, with highly sensitive people and a much bigger audience. That's a beautiful mission. And I think I always say that really living your purpose on the planet is taking all of the different stepping stones that you have lived on that you didn't realize were interconnected. And then you arrive That's at so a true. point, right, where you're yeah. like, oh, but I have this knowledge and this knowledge and this yes. knowledge. And I learned that. Yes. And I, I'm right now bringing this all together in service it's like if, if you look back like I look back on my life and I I felt like I did so many random things in my life like this seems so random at the time I would just have an inspiration and go check this out go check that out and then you come to this point where it all makes sense you go oh yeah I needed all of these skills to make this right now happen yeah. and it's it's beautiful that you you know had the walk that you had and that you're able to bring this together because not you know not everybody's going to take on creating a magazine and certainly not really just feeling called to focus on highly sensitive people I think there's way more highly sensitive people out there that don't even know you know they don't even no. identify like oh I'm highly sensitive they they might say gosh, I feel so intense at the end of the day. Like the world is so right. intense. I need to go home and take a bath right? after the end of the day. Like there's all these, right? Like things that we experience as sensitive that for a long time, I think people are out there experiencing, but not necessarily realizing that they're highly sensitive. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, for me, I grew up, I don't know about you, but I, I grew up being, you know, sort of, 
told you're too sensitive. You know, I, for every time I was told you're too sensitive, I cried easily. I felt energy around me. I didn't have words for it. I didn't know what that meant, but it made me grow up feeling like a couple of things. One is I'm never going to talk about it. I'm just going to pretend like that doesn't exist inside of me because that means I don't belong. And I had to really go through quite, so it was really quite cathartic for me to actually say it out loud. Hey, I'm sensitive and actually own it. And then I had to model that because I, I have a commitment that I walk my talk. So now I had to own it. That was another piece. And I feel like the universe was saying, hey, you want to go to the next level? You have to own this piece. You can't, you got to own it all, baby. <laughs> and now it really transformed me from being like, put it under the rug, you know, not talk about it to, I don't talk about being highly sensitive, except for when I'm, you know, actually working with highly sensitive people. But what I talk about now is how grateful I am about being sensitive, like how grateful and how much power it gives me in my own as part of my own power, just like anybody else that's highly sensitive. It's a power that you have and it's a gift that you, you know, that the universe gave you. I could never do the work I do, ever do the work I do in the world without being sensitive. I, I could not. So, you know, and that's the message that I hope when people read the magazine that they get of how empowering it is, what a gift it is, and, and, and then what tools to use, you know, to stay happy and stay healthy and stay fulfilled. And I'm not the only person to teach that. There's plenty of people out there now that are speaking the same language that I am, and I want to give them an opportunity to do that. I love that. Where can people find out more about the magazine? at uh, sensitivelivingmagazine.com. Beautiful, beautiful. I think resources are what we need, like being able to just connect and you're doing a couple different things here. You're providing a resource for the reader, but you're also connecting a community of people, yeah. whether it's practitioners or people, you know what I mean? Writing about being highly sensitive, people that are just discovering they're highly sensitive. I mean, that's that touches a lot of different areas and brings a lot of different yeah. people together. And I think right now for the, for the transformation that is well underway, the key to it is community and bringing people together and having high quality conversations and bringing in new information that awakens us and makes us look at life differently and look at ourselves differently. So yeah. I'm all for, I think it's beautiful that you're doing this. I know it's a huge undertaking, but I'm all for anything that brings people together to have important conversations. Cause it's just all we really need at, at certain moments in our life is one powerful conversation or an article that you read that changes the way you see life for yourself and that really can flip a switch for people. So yeah. it's a yeah, big I mean, deal. I, it, it, and that's true. That's true. And that's the thing that I saw when I was teaching the classes for highly sensitive people is I think it, it became so powerful, those classes was less about the tools and more about the fact that I was acknowledging them, speaking to people that are highly sensitive and saying, I love you. You're awesome. You're powerful. Because that's a conversation that wasn't being you know, had. Yeah. Instead of criticizing, saying you're too emotional, you know, stop being so emotional. And, and so that's, uh, and I want everybody to feel that way, you know? Yeah. So I'm excited about it. So beautiful. And where can people connect with you too for your transformational work? 
Um, you can connect with me through my transformational work through debbielyngrace.com. Perfect. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much for being with us. And thank you for this big give that you're putting out in the world. It's it's I know these things are are a big lift, but a lift of inspiration. So thank you for for hearing the call and for following it and for bringing <laughs> other people into that vision. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on the show. I really do. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks so much. Hey, lovely. This is Shauna Lee. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Soul Frequency Show. If you got even one piece of valuable information, head over to Apple Podcasts and share a review with your takeaways. And follow us because we got lots more goodness to come. We are spreading the love far and wide. And you know where to find me over at IG at the Soul Frequency. Until the next time, love, here's to positive vibes and powerful awakenings. Mm-hmm.